All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by LaHood Law Firm. Keep in mind, LaHood Law Firm, they have 81 years of combined experience. They can help you in any type of legal matter you find yourself in, whether it's a probation violation, whether it's DUI, whether it's uh, white-collar crimes, and they'll give you a free consultation. All you have to do is go to LaHoodNorton.com. That is the LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the sports crime. Um, anyway, so before we leave the baseball thing, um, yeah, I just think that's horrible to sit there and and ban the shift. Um, I'm not a seam head. I, I don't claim to be one. Uh, but this is the thing. I mean, I watch it enough to know that all you're doing, this this what this comes from, this comes down to, and this is the reason why I think the players agreed to this too. It didn't push back on this, and the owners probably wanted it. And and the fact that, you know, you've had you we birthed a generation of ball players from <clears throat> high school to college to minors. That everything's about launch angle. Everything's about home run. That's the reason why you barely see teams that play stationary baseball anymore. And no one's really, and, I, and it's not fair for me to say no one's teaching this, but it looks like this. But some of your big premier players that they're top prospects that are coming out of high school, getting drafted, that's coming out of this. At the end of the day, you're you're just pretty much saying, hey, man, you know what? Nobody can do this. There's only maybe a handful of guys you can count in two and maybe two hands and 20 guys out of everybody in the league that can, can consistently hit against a shift. And let's just do away with it. And then basically what also what it does and the reason why the players want is because now the GM, you can't come to my agent and lowball me on money and say, hey, man, we, we need somebody. It eliminates that to where you say, well, you can't handle it, get it to shift. It, it, it basically makes it more of an even playing field, I guess what I'm saying, for guys that just can't do that. And then the managers who call the shift or whatever, it's different factors on why they did it. But I just think it's, in my opinion, I, I think it's bad. I think it just goes along with everything being coming easier and all that. These are seven-figure athlete ball players, man, the best in the planet, in the world. And you mean to tell me out of times that from spring training, from BP practice, from all this, even just in the time is really supposed to be put in before you even get to the bigs. This should be starting the minors in the high school. Like nobody can really stay in tune to hit the shift. That's why I say Tony Gwynn, probably the best in my lifetime that I've seen do it. And that was even before I even really started playing attention. I was an October baseball guy back then. Um, I show up just in October. They, No one could probably do it as better as he did, but he rolled around his green. This is terrible. All the thing is that they agreed to, that's probably, in my opinion, that's just bad. Um, baseball, the, it's going to get the, – the bases are getting bigger, right, Jonas? In 2023, ba- yeah. Okay. So and not a, quite this season. And, again, they've extended more. I mean, when does it stop? How many teams are they going to want to get in the playoffs? I mean, 162 used to – I mean, you, I understand that's a long season, but there's an excitement of where you get – hey, you play 162 for a reason. And, then, and I would just say baseball – out of all the major sports, okay, out of basketball, NFL, okay, I don't know, no, not too many people pay attention to hockey, so I'll just talk about basketball and football and baseball. Baseball changes their sport quickly and fast more than any other of these sports. Rules from extending playoffs 
to, you know, now we've got somewhat of an international draft. Now, another thing I know in the CBA agreement, they went ahead and implemented uh, a different type of draft lottery system. So to prevent tanking in baseball. So that's just salt. And, and again, I go back to it's like, man, Scott Boris, they, they, people can be pissed off about Scott Boris all they want to. He carries a lot of weight. When he talks, owners and GMs listen. Scott Boris went on this whole kick about basically teams tanking and tanking. Oh, that's what Astros did. Look at what they're doing. That's why nobody wants to pay. Everybody's tanking. And what do they do? They'll get a lottery system put in. Why? Because that affects money, too. That's why Scott Boris was bitching about it. So, whatever. But they're back. The, sum, the boys of summer are back. On that note, it is funny that of the teams that voted no on the proposal, there was four of them. Big market guys, the Mets, the Yankees, the Astros, and the Cardinals. That voted no against. No no on the CBA. Those are your four, four owners that voted against. You know, I mean, because that's another thing, and that's why I think they got this deal done at the last minute, why it was scary, because you had owners against owners. You had small market owners and guys that don't have dip pockets like the, you talk about the Steinbrenner and all that, they were fighting against them owners. Like, huh, look. Don't forget the the the, the Rays, Temple Rays, Bay Rays of the world, Kansas City Royals of the world, guys like that, teams like that. I mean, you know. But hey, they're back. We'll see. We'll see how it goes off, and then we'll see how these free agents uh, shake out and who gets signed and where it goes. What over the next couple of weeks? One eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven six. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Jason. Jason, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket Seven Sixty and Thirteen Hundred the Zone. What's up? Hey, Calvin. Hey, Sam. I, I, I want to appreciate you for taking my call. Okay. I just want to bring you up that uh, SAFC starts their season tomorrow. Okay. Uh, first match is at uh, the first match is at seven thirty, and the official support group, the Crocketeers, will be holding a tailgate from four to seven, and everybody, including uh, everybody that, that's on your crew, Calvin, is invited out to the tailgate and the game. Oh, okay, okay, and that's tomorrow. Yes. Oh, okay. And also, our boys are favored by Las Vegas to finish uh, top in the Western Conference and one of the top three to win the whole entire thing that this season. So nice. that's what we're hoping on. All right, Jason. Well, feel free to keep us updated with the SAFC uh, season on how they do. Just keep it saying. But I appreciate the invite, man, and the update. All right. Thank you. Have a All good right. day. All right, man. Thanks. Um, yeah, I have to check them out sometime. But tomorrow's supposed to be like 38, 37 degrees, and we got semis and finals of March man, uh, Conference tournaments, which, by the way, uh, old Buzz, you know, Buzz, when he gets in tournament stuff, I mean, he can, I mean, like you said, he goes to like two shirts, he sweats on his armpits and everything. Talk about Buzz, head coach of Texas A&M. They upset Arvin today. Um, that, that was, that was a big upset in the SEC tournament. I talked about Baylor, um, uh, losing last night that might've cost him the number one seed probably did. Uh, but it's, it's, it's crazy, man. I think tonight too, Michigan state, Michigan State plays Wisconsin this evening, like at five thirty our time. This is a big game for Michigan State because, as, as far as I'm concerned, if Michigan State if they don't make a deep run or win this Big Ten tournament or at least get to the finals, if they get in the tournament, it's based off a name. It's based off the H to the Izzo because they don't they haven't looked like a tournament team for me majority of the year. Now this is tournament time. This is when they say they heighten up. To me, Wisconsin's been the better team in the Big Ten pretty much all year. But hey. We'll see. I mean, it, it won't. It won't surprise me if Michigan State is able to get. I mean, these are one and dones. I mean, this elimination. It's not four out of seven, but this is a big monster game for Michigan State today. That I think that they've got to get past Wisconsin at least get to the finals in the Big Ten. 
What does a plus three and a half line tell you about that? What they who's favored in that one? Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin three and a half. That's a low number there for that. Um, I would I would I would probably lean a little bit toward Michigan State on that, uh, but definitely I think Wisconsin's a better team. But when you talk about sports spreads and stuff like that, that'd be one of those maybe bite up two points and roll with Michigan State. But the one thing I'll say about this Michigan State team, they have a hard time scoring. They go through some laws where they don't really put the ball in the basket too often. So, but this is a big one for them. But we got some. It'll be a big weekend. You know, selection Sunday is Sunday. You know, these tournaments end tomorrow through Sunday. Then we'll have selection Sunday. And then, you know, a week from uh, today or yesterday, you get the official tournament uh, started. 1-800-707-9760. What else we got going on? Um, we've got um, – I was going to ask you, what's because I know last Friday we didn't get a chance. We ran out on it. We didn't get a chance. But uh, fight weekend, what's going on? And when I say fight weekend, I'm just starting to put boxing and UFC together when I say that. Um, you know, I'm still a boxing guy, but I know you follow and you what what's going on, on the radar this weekend. Well, who did you have to write on this week? Boxing or UFC coming up this weekend? Well, it's a pretty light weekend. I mean, you oh, don't okay. have any of the the major pay per views. Seems um, like it's a UFC you, for me. It seems like it's a UFC fight like every weekend. There is a UFC fight every weekend. It's just oh. not the you know two seventy two two seventy three title fight. Feels pay-per-views. like it, but I got you. But I mean, well, that's because you have your whole ramp up. Yeah. Um, so you've got UFC fight night tomorrow night. Uh, Tiago Santos um, is going to be the headline on that one. And then uh, no no real title fights. I think tonight, no, tomorrow, you've got a uh, a belt in boxing. I haven't written that one yet. Who did, my guy, who did my guy Canelo just agree to fight this week? Who did he who did, I forgot. Didn't he agree to fight somebody this week? Or was it him or Tank? I think it was Tank that agreed Canelo to fight. Canelo agreed to a fight already about a that week was a couple, and a okay, half ago. Then it was Tank this week that I think that agreed to fight next. I so haven't somebody. caught Tank's update yet. We've got uh-huh. Tyson Fury is confirmed for next month against Dillian White. Uh, that one's going to be uh, over uh, in the UK. Okay. So that one's probably the next one that you're really ramping up towards. And there's talks around to Caleb Plant trying to work out his. And, of course, the boxing world is just uh, skewed right now as to you know what's going on with um, you know Uzchik and uh, and uh, I'm forgetting my guy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with, with the fighting over so, yeah. in, in Ukraine yeah boxing is really affected by that because you have again world boxing you have a lot of guys and stuff from countries over there in Ukraine and all that but yeah definitely um, heck you know it's even you know hockey you know like I said this is the time of year when I start. Paying attention to who's in the hockey, but I know um, Capitals of Vetchkin. I mean, I know he was under. I mean, because he's been a big supporter publicly of Putin. I mean, I know he was under pressure from them to even say something. I mean, of course, he finally released a statement condemning the war and, and peace. But I know a lot of his capital players had a rally, and you see that in hockey because you've got a lot of Russian players in the NHL. But you see them kind of supporting their Russian teammates because it's like you know they're under fire getting you know blamed that way. But I know. I know he was under some – people were waiting to see what he had to say because he's been tight with old crazy man over there, Mr. Putin. He's been tight with him, man. But, no, it's definitely – the whole point is it's, it's connected through sports without a doubt. Well, and then sticking with the Russian front on the uh, combat sports, uh, we did learn last weekend that Khabib Nurmagomedov uh-huh. uh, is going to be in, uh, the, inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame this okay. summer. Uh, so he's the first announced – inductee of the uh the 2022 class mm-hmm. how long has the ufc hall of fame been around well ufc's been around since 93 oh. 
So I would factor probably yeah, I'm off the top of my head guessing probably about like 18 years. Hmm. Yeah, because I was wondering because I, I mean UFC is still not that old of a sport. I mean even getting to the to the level that it is now. That's why I was just wondering how long they're uh, how long they've had their Hall of Fame around one eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven sixty. So switching back a little bit to NBA, uh, we'll take a glance at some of the. The games tonight, uh, you know, the Lakers are back in action tonight. You just want, I mean, they're becoming a train wreck. You know, in this country, we like, you know, driving by slow by accidents and looking at all that. And that's what the Lakers have become. They've got the Wizards tonight. That might be free food if you're into those things. Last time I checked, they were a four-point favorite at home against the Wizards. Four and a half. And I think first half is plus two. I, I think Wizards going to end up beating them again. I, I, I think it, the Lakers, they're on the borderline of, and again, I hate, accusing other professional athletes, stuff that I've never accomplished in my life, wasn't a professional athlete, um, quit. But the Lakers are on the verge of of, of really throwing in the towel. Uh, LeBron's out there with a bad knee. Um, he's just trying to pad on the record book, uh, per se. And it, there's not a team. in the, If you lose to the worst team in the Western Conference, speaking of the Rockets, there's not a game left out of 12 or 13 games that is just going to be like, oh, they'll beat them. They'll beat them. I'll be surprised if they beat the Wizards tonight. I'll just be surprised. It's just it's a bad situation down there. Uh, go ahead. No, just thinking on that. It's a rivalry game, too. You got Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Oh, a revenge man, call game. that no uh, rivalry between the Wizards maybe, and the Lakers. We, well, you were talking, we were talking the other day, Doc's, uh, Doc Rivers said that these revenge games, these little rivalries are good for basketball. And I think that if you look at the Seth Curry and the Ben Simmons thing from last night with the James Harden trade involved, Kyle uh, Kuzma is, is balling out pretty well with Washington and has, has something to say against the Lakers. No, I'm not going to let you slide that one past the goalie. And that is, I think... When you when when Doc is talking that and Doc said that like that's meaning like that makes sense like a Ben Simmons and Brooklyn those two teams could end up clashing in the postseason. Lakers or the Wizards ain't going nowhere. Like like just because Kuzma's coming back in a regular season game, there ain't gonna be no animosity tonight. Like Kuzma's more worried about what he gonna wear to the L.A. to show up pregame for his clothes and what shoes Kuzma gonna be wearing. That thing that's going on with Ben Simmons in Philly. That type of market and those fans, and then basically with Doc, and then not only that, you got KD and Kyrie that's coming in. Kyrie's become his own villain to some people anyway. That right there is legit. And those two teams could meet in May where we're stuff on the line. Wizards and Lakers right. ain't, ain't, ain't doing nothing. They might pick up a, a, a pickup game in the summer or something like that. They ain't doing nothing. What else you got? So LeBron is questionable tonight, of course, with that knee. He's got the, the Lakers have the Suns at Phoenix on Sunday. Does LeBron play tonight? I think he had. I mean, if if he's not going to shut it down on the knee, and and that would be a decision I think would come. And, and until they're mathematically eliminated, that's probably not going to happen. But again, LeBron, like these records mean something to LeBron, right? The you know. I don't. If you do the math, and and I mean, regards to the captain. Speaking of Kareem, um, you know he's going to have to play. And and again, it depends on his health. I think he would have to play at least two more years to catch Kareem. Um, I don't know. Maybe he can do it next year. I doubt it. I don't know how many points. I know he was. He was quite a ways. That's that's a big stretch. But I I knew when we talked about this years ago 
I think I remember we even calculating that he had to probably go into his 20th year, 21st year to go ahead and, and, and get that record. But the bottom line to answer your question, does he play tonight? If they're still trying to get in a playoff spot, then he's got to play. Even he's with gotta, that knee, like you don't think this is one of those things where he's going to sh- not show up for the small teams, but show up for the big teams. They can't even beat the small teams now. They have no. He said it after the game. He has no. They have no margin for error. If they're punting on the, I think the smart thing to do would be to probably shut LeBron down. Agreed. But LeBron's not going to allow that to happen because LeBron doesn't have that many years left to play, and he wants to have all the scoring. He wants the own. He wants to be the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees of NBA. That's what's the part. He won't. I, I, and I don't even know if LeBron would sit there and deny that. I mean, I don't know if he'll admit it publicly like that. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody gives him about, uh, you know, the whatever three and six in the finals or whatever the hell his record is. So the only thing that he's got, I mean, he might not ever sniff another championship again, but at the end of the day, if you take three and six and you take all the records, I mean, he still wouldn't be my goat, but I mean, it, it, it helps maybe his argument of the people that think he is their goat a little bit more, but um, no, this is about play. He's he's first of all, they should. And I talked about that a little bit yesterday, but LeBron's not going to let them shut him down. They're not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna let him do that because he's he's padding the stats a little bit, you know. Uh, now I think the question is tonight. What I'll be paying attention to is how Westbrook is treated at his home crowd since he spent the whole last week going on about his family. This I'm gonna be interested to see what kind of perception or, or reception I should say, excuse me, on uh, that he gets tonight going back home in the uh, not Staples Crypto Crypto Center. Listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Online. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, Sam Spin the One and Twos. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Sam Spinning One and Twos. Today's show is presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. You can go to your local liquor store and try out their different flavors, pre-made alcoholic drinks, or you can just stick to the mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so we've got some breaking news coming down here in the NFL world here. Um, Before we get to that, though, uh, real quick. Well, yeah, we can get to that because that's going to – I think that's big news. Um, Were you going to add something? um, Well, just before we moved on from it, I wanted to – you were talking before the break about LeBron James and how much longer he might have to play in in your – you're kind of advocating that he shut it down. If you were to shut it down now and let him focus on next season – 
in an 82-game schedule, assuming he plays all 82, which I think he's only done twice in his career, he only needs to average 20 points per game, which the is pretty light for the king. You know, yeah. that's that he's, I think right now he's around 26, 27. He's going for a scoring title right so now. So he could really catch Kareem next year. Next average year. 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, I mean, and again, that's why I don't anticipate him being shut down still. You know, because who knows when next year is going to be. It might be hard as hell for him to average that 20 if his body starts breaking down. So you can't really take that for granted. I, I, I mean, the, the tail of the tail would be if this team ends up to the point where they're mathematically eliminated from even the play-in game. That's what's going to be the tale of how LeBron handles it. But anyway, all right, so the breaking news we've got. Give us the breaking news, Jonas. Yeah, coming right down the line. Schefter and Rappaport both running with it, so it's official. Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans quarterback, will not face criminal charges. Mm, mm, mm. You know what, man? I'm happy for Deshaun, but it just angers me and pisses me off even more. It's a year. This is the, the, you know, today, I don't know, it's not actually the year to the date, but we're in the month where the first acquisition had came toward him by a female this time last year before the draft, okay? And so you go a whole year. Well, this was just pretty much... And I'm sticking to like what I said from day one, and I said it yesterday. Um, I believe the organization of the Texans had something to do with this in tarnishing his name. I think this was this was an inside job, um, and and um, you know, to once they once he signed that contract, and he set up their emotional with his mom, and then within two weeks after that signing that that contract, he told McNair, gave him the middle finger, said, "I don't want to play anymore." Because something went on behind. Because, again, he was lied to in the coaching search last year. Okay? And I think it's some other thing. And I've said this for, for the whole year. I said, Deshaun, this has nothing to do with trading DeAndre Hopkins away. It has nothing to do with Bill O'Brien's bad decisions, GM. This has to do that Deshaun thought he was playing for an organization that didn't support his culture. But let me put it to you that way. And I think that when he told McNair and gave him the middle finger and when he found out and they told him, um, Mr. McNair, you know, he has to no trade cards. What? And then when they found out Deshaun had all the leverage, then they went to dirty tactics and say, hey, don't 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 we have that? Don't we deliver that trainer's tables to his house every week? Yeah. What's in any flying masseuses? Are we doing like, yeah. And that's the way, I, and, and, and I'm not the guy to always go down Oliver Stone, grassy knoll, man. But at the end of the day, and I also said that if this guy had really done what these, these, these masseuse, these thoughts did, he would have been in handcuffs by now. He wouldn't have been able to work out, sit at his home, and collect. $25, $30 million, whatever the hell Houston paid him for a season. He would have been in handcuffs. His reputation, he will never – he's going to have to come back, whether it's a Carolina Panthers, whoever's going to get him. He's going to have to do a lot to get back in grace, even though there's no criminal charges because what people think of him, especially women activist groups, other people out there, they already think of what he thinks. And whoever signs him, there's going to be some bad. Well, this one, well, he's got no criminal charges. And I'm telling you, and I feel because of his credit report with the NFL going back to college, I don't think he should. I don't think he should serve any suspension, and I don't think he is. 
because he never gave in, he never settled, and he sacrificed a year of his career and a reputation that he'll never get back. He'll never get big endorsements. He'll never basically be the – I mean, I'm not going to say never, but I will say it'll be a while. He'll have to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback before he becomes part of face of the NFL. Put it that way. All because of this whole thing concocted up. And what's causing – Deshaun Watson, okay – and let, and let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull a page out of uh, who, who called. What, what was my man that called earlier? Wasn't that Santa that called earlier about the fan about the uh, McCaffrey? Yeah, that was, about the, uh, that was Santos. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna pull a Santos. The reason why I'm so venom about this because of this this crap. These all these lies wouldn't have been screwed. Sean would have been Deshaun would have been a Bronco last draft day, and he'd been then. He was my number one choice. Russell second, college kids third, Aaron was fourth. But the point of it is, is that this just shows you what I told you about the Chris Brown incident the other day. If you don't know about that, go look that up on TMZ. This stuff happens. And until they come up with laws to discourage women like this, I'm not going to say all women. I'm going to say women like these. To basically make it a crime when you basically accuse, when you go and spend taxpayers' money on some stuff just because you found out that you are one of 22, 25, and you felt dirty. That's what this is about. But Deshaun Watson, as that news, as that Adam tweet came out, the phones at team, his agent's phone is ringing like a telethon, like a Jerry Lewis telethon. It is ringing heavy. It's ringing heavy because now that nobody knows, and I'm telling you, a dollar to donut, I don't think he should, and I don't think he's serving one game suspension. And I don't want to hear from Dallas fans, oh, Zeke. I know I'll hear it in the shop tomorrow. Oh, Zeke got eight games, six games just for pulling a girl's shirt up. And Zeke got a bad credit report since Ohio State. I don't care. And due to the fact he didn't run, he fought it. He'll be picked up. He'll be traded. I wouldn't be surprised by the time we come in here Monday. I would say definitely by a week from today, he will be moved. I think he might be moved over the weekend. I, he might be moved by the time we come in here Monday. Mike Tomlin and them on the phone now as we speak. If it's, if I'm Pittsburgh, without a doubt, trust me, I, do not, I don't need another top-tier quarterback in the AFC. Somebody in the NFC, because right now, and that's even going to make me turn it up on Aaron Rodgers, because, like, who, who is Aaron Rodgers really competing against? T- Breeze is left. Tom Brady's gone out of the NFC. Russell Wilson's gone out the NFC. Who is Aaron Rodgers really competing against? So I would like to see, for the personal reason, I mean, I would like to see Deshaun really take his ass to the NFC. But the truth of the matter is, if he wants to win, and the one organization that will take whatever backlash or ride with him, and that will be, hell, they hired Brian Flores, and Brian Flores got a lawsuit against 32 owners, and they hired him. If you want to talk about road to redemption quick, Get in that Super Bowl quickly. Go to Pittsburgh. And that's if I'm Mike Tomlin, that's the answer. That's the answer. I'm calling the Texans, and I'm giving now the Texans. I will tell you this too. I don't know McNair to the fact that even if it means to them that you want to go ahead and and keep like say I don't know if Texans are on that mentality. Like we've got to get him out of the AFC. We've got to get him to the NFC. They should be, but I don't know if they're on that mentality. But I'll tell you one thing. If they would trade Deshaun Watson within division to the Colts, 
McNair should be forced to sell his team. McNair should be forced to sell his team if they would trade, if one of those teams they would look at would be in their own division. They should be forced to sell, period. So I think the legit options, of, I don't know if they want to move on the NFC, but trust me, if you had 12, if he's got no criminal charges coming, if Russ had 12, I still think that number, even with the stain now we know criminal, I still say there's about 8 to 10, 11 teams that's going to be calling to try to trade. Guys that already know that they've got their day one starter. But if you can get Deshaun away from there, the dark, I think really this does point toward Carolina, you know, because he's from that area. He played college in that beltway up there close to Clemson. But if you want to win now, and you want to go, and, and you talk about playing for a football town in the city that would embrace you win. Pittsburgh is 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 where it's at. Where I think that the if I'm a Steeler fan, I'm on the phone now because I've got my quarterback after Ben for the, like the next twelve to thirteen years. If he stays healthy, he is in a prime prime, not even really into his prime yet career. And these women, these massage, half of them didn't even have license to be a massage. They were Instagram thoughts. And they ruined, they took a year away from this brother. A year. Because they found that they were one of 25. I thought I was special. I thought he was ordering the table over the house for me. Just for me. Nah, man. Juanita, Kim, Becky, Susie. About six, seven of us sat on that table. And massaged him. And that's what this is about. Man, if you're an athlete, if you're a high-profile figure like that, you got to move, like, like you got to move carefully. You got to move carefully. Now, why I'm bashing, before I get here on a Friday, why I'm bashing a certain section of women, let me uplift the, the majority of them. Good news. College basketball, the salaries of head basketball coaches and women's bas- basketball are skyrocketing, according to USA Today Sports. I think now, I think the average salary is like at a million. So that's good news for the women. You see? I'm going to treat some, I'm going to treat the women's movie like they treat maybe us. Like, my gosh, what are they complaining about still? They had Barack. They had a president. What's what, what still so bad? I'm going to do that to the women. Like, you see, hey, it, the salaries are skyrocketing in women's basketball. But no, that's a good thing. But the other thing, I feel like, well, damn, man, if the salaries of if college women basketball coach starting getting paid, I mean, what's the can we get some more money injected to the WNBA? Can where they can charter flights and not get fined a half a million dollars for uncompetitive advantage for chartering flights? But there's your good news. But no, nah, that that's good news for Deshaun. I just hate that he had to go this this way for a year. It's just, I mean, he would have been gone. He used to he because I think the Texans been wanting to move on too. Trust me, Texans they they wanted him, but they're wanting to move on as well too. Now, could Lovey Smith? Massage things over and say, hey, Deshaun, look, brother, I'm here. I don't know. I doubt it because I think that if Deshaun stuck, if, if he's wrote it out this long and he's went through this where his life was on the line from facing charges that could land him behind bars, I don't think he's backing down from his demands to get out of text, uh, get out of the, from the Texans, out of Houston, whether it's Lovey Smith as the coach or not. But trust me, the Texans want to move on too. They they want to get this done. I, that's why I say he might be traded, and, and I'm thinking the value for Deshaun, man. You know that's why this whole week I've had to hear from. Oh well, Denver gave up too much. No, no, they didn't. 
uh, the 49ers gave up 3-1 for a guy that ain't never took a snap in the NFL. Now, Deshaun Watson, that's two starters on both sides of the ball. I want to start on the defensive side. I want to start on the offensive side, and I want three ones. I want three ones and maybe a two. Or three ones and two thirds, or two fourths, but he's got he, you. You got to come up three ones for Deshaun. His a he's younger than Russ. He's younger than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then this is an climate, man. If you don't have one of those guys, the way the rules are right now, if you don't have one of those guys that can win you two or three games, it's going to be tough sledding, especially in the AFC. It's tough sledding in the AFC for playoff spots with the quarterback play. Because three of those slots are sold up in the AFC West right there. I'll tell you, the North, the South, you got to figure the AFC going to send three teams to the playoffs. Don't know who those three going to be, but there's three teams going to the to the playoffs out of the West. So when you're, when you're like that at Pittsburgh, oh, Deshaun and Lamar Jackson, two times a year for the next eight, ten years, oh, must see team. Man, they'll be on prime time more than anything. Sorry, Jonas, but but it's one of those things. Lamar, Lamar, and Deshaun in the same division. That's the reason why, and that's the reason why I need Zach Wilson to get it going. That's why I think the Jets are going in the right way because I can't. You can't have if you're in the AFC. You can't have Josh Allen having a layup. I need that. I like the the as long as Bills there, Mac Jones get going. Patriots gonna be the Patriots. They they won't make it a cakewalk for the Bills. They might not be able to take over the Bills, but they but I need the Jets and the Miami one of them to come to the party. Because if Deshaun ends up going to Pittsburgh in the AFC, if you got Deshaun and Lamar Jackson and Baker trying to find his way, if you got the AFC West where you got it, and then if you look at the AFC, who am I leaving out? And then the AFC South is really like that's going to be Tennessee, that's Tennessee and nobody else. Well, now, let me tell you something, man. Sunshine down there in Jacksonville. Doug Peterson's a good coach. Jacksonville's going to be competitive. They're going to be competitive next year. I don't know if they're ready for a playoff next year, but in two years, three years, Doug Peterson's going to have them going. But quarterback play, other than Trevor Lawrence should end up, if Trevor's who they say he's been since he's high school, Trevor should run that division for a while at quarterback. Because Indy's about to go in a situation where if, if they might be on this, we, we we're trying out quarterbacks every other of the year. But good news for Deshaun, though. But he might be signed. He might be traded by the time we come in here Monday because if he ain't getting no criminal charges. And I don't think criminal charges equal probably no suspension. But that is a wrap for the day and the week. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Sam. Spin the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of Michigan City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, hit the snooze button before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all next week.